Good morning. Last month, three bullets from a private shooting range hit homes in Willowsford. It launched a conversation about Loudon's gun regulations and whether they need updating. But that's not happening today. For Friday, June 22nd, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Hey, here's a question. What's your favorite place in Loudoun to take folks visiting from out of town? That's one of the questions in our annual readers poll, Loudoun's Favorites. And so far, there are 20 nominations, from wineries to art galleries. You can add your own favorites in this and scores of other categories. It's a great way to get some recognition in the community for your favorite people, places, and businesses. Voting is open until June 30th, so check in at loudonnow.com favorites. That's loudonnow.com favorites. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Last night was a barn burner of a meeting at the County Board of Supervisors. County Supervisors roundly dismissed an attempt to expand a prohibition on shooting near occupied buildings, substituting instead a more narrowly focused safety study that kicks this can down the road to December. Today, there's a rule against shooting a gun within 100 yards of an occupied structure. But those bullets that hit those homes in Willisford, two of which had people home, traveled about 300 yards. Leesburg Supervisor Kristen Umstadt proposed extending the required distance from an occupied structure for shooting to 880 yards, or a half mile. She pulled that number from a suggestion in state code for prohibiting hunting in areas that are, quote, so heavily populated as to make hunting dangerous to the inhabitants thereof, end quote, quoting uh, from the state code. That idea got the room packed full of angry people, but I'll tell you just up top that not a single other supervisor supported that proposal. Still, people got pretty excited. For the first time in her tenure, Chairwoman Phyllis Randall recessed the meeting due to repeated outbursts from the audience. Some of the strongest language in the meeting came from State Delegate Dave LaRock, who said Umstadt owed everyone in the room an apology for suggesting it. Some supervisors were also sharply critical of the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office and Commonwealth's Attorney Jim Plowman for deciding not to bring charges in the incident that launched this whole controversy. Plowman said among the hundreds and hundreds of rounds fired that way, including from automatic weapons, it was impossible to establish who had fired the three that flew into Willisford, and to bring charges, he would need a person to prosecute. And he said, although the bullets left the property, the shooter's actions may not have met the legal standard for recklessness. A majority of supervisors instead got behind a compromise worked out between supervisors Tony Buffington and Karan Sains to launch a safety study. The safety study will be strictly limited to discussions of prohibiting discharging firearms toward buildings with occupancy permits, prohibiting bullets flying over another person's property without their permission, and re-examining the area in the east of the county where firing guns is prohibited. It also directs county staff members to work with various law enforcement, legal, and firearms professionals. That passed 6-3 to three with supervisors Gary Higgins, Suzanne Volpe, and Ralph Bona opposed. The results of that study will come back to the Board of Supervisors December 4th. Go to loudonnow.com slash morningminute to check out the whole story, including some more of what was said in that meeting. Again, it's loudonnow.com slash morningminute. In other news, at a summit on housing last year, county supervisors had the idea to use county-owned land for affordable housing. They got a report back from county staff on that this week, and it turns out there's not a lot of county-owned land that doesn't already have a fire station or a library or something on it. So, they may have to try some things we've never seen in Loudoun before. 
An inventory of all county-owned land in Loudoun found 277 parcels, adding up to almost 7,530 acres. But most of those are already in use. County staff members found only 10 vacant tracts, adding up to 50 acres assessed at $7.5 million. And even those parcels are unsuitable for building homes because of zoning rules and physical constraints. So, to quote Affordable Dwelling Unit Program Supervisor Brian Regan, what now? The answer may involve getting a little creative. First, county staff will go back out and do a more in-depth look at land the county hasn't got yet, but will. But then they'll start looking at public-private partnerships that could put homes in places they've never been before in Loudoun. County staffers brought up some things that have been tried in other places around the D.C. region, like putting homes on properties that already have fire stations and so on. They gave the example of houses, a restaurant, and a bar on top of a fire station in D.C., and homes and shopping next to a fire station on land donated by a developer in Alexandria. There's also housing at a community center in Alexandria, at the Fairfax County Government Center, and in Montgomery County, Maryland, an 11-story apartment building together with a new library. Those projects have also drawn financing from a broad swath of state and federal sources and non-governmental organizations. From here, Loudoun County staff will prepare a report to bring back to the board's Transportation and Land Use Committee and its Finance Committee. The town of Lovettsville has cut its real estate tax rate starting in July. The town council has adopted its fiscal year 2019 budget, which of course begins the 1st of July, and which reduces that tax rate and leaves the water and sewer rates unchanged. When Lovettsvillians pay their real estate taxes in November, they'll be paying 19.5 cents per $100 of assessed value instead of the current rate, 21 cents. The cut will save the average household in town about $54 a year based on the average home value in town of about $360,000. That house will pay about $703 in taxes a year. Town manager Sam Finns had recommended only a one-cent cut, but the council decided to go with the one-and-a-half-cent cut. This is the first time the real estate tax rate has been reduced in town since 2005. Mayor Bob Zoldos said that was possible because the town has seen an influx of businesses which have generated more tax revenues for the town. The council also voted to leave residents' water and sewer rates unchanged from last year, even though the council resolved in 2015 to raise the rates by 3% in this year's budget. That also means the town will not bring about $33,000 Finns expected to see from the 3% increase. That said, the town council did improve a 25% increase in water and sewer availability fees and a $1,000 increase in water and sewer connection fees. These changes are expected to bring in about $7,000 in new revenues. The council also got rid of the trash and recycling collection fee, which is just under 20 bucks a year. And in the continuing saga of food trucks and tents in downtown Leesburg, the Leesburg Town Council has decided again that there shall be no food trucks in the downtown historic district. Council members voted to allow mobile food units on private property in some business districts, which will now allow food trucks in some portions of the East Market Street corridor and in the village at Leesburg, but they are still not allowing food trucks on private property in the historic district. They've also put the wheels in motion for tents and shade structures uh, for the restaurants downtown. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. While you're there, check out Jan Merker's write-up of some of the free and cheap things you can do for fun around here at the kids now that school's out. It's all at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, the 29th annual Loudon Library Foundation Giant Used Book Sale starts today from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. at Smarts Mill Middle School in Leesburg. Check out over 80,000 used and like new books, DVDs, CDs, and video games. All proceeds fund the summer reading program and other Loudon County Public Library activities. The Brambleton Town Center is rolling back the clock to the Jurassic today for the premiere of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. 
Parents and kids can go to the free dinosaur-themed pop-up with stuff like an on-site museum with more than 25 life-size and genuine fossils. It's from 2 to 4 p.m. And tonight, Emma Rowley is playing Bike Trail Brewing in Leesburg from 6.30 to 10. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, discover a new dinosaur and name it after the Morning Minute to tell your friends and subscribe. Wherever you get your podcasts, we'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great weekend and have a great day. Bye.